morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains. From sea to shining sea, this is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here on another fine, fabulous, fantastic Friday morning. Today is Cinco de Mayo. It's May 5th. Torch Report 360, the great American awakening. Friends, people are fed up with the lies, but will the truth set us free? That's the question. Today, we're going to take a look at the facts and see what we can do, because there's no doubt when you see uh, you see signs like this right at the top of the report, friends uh, from Bronco, this I want you for the U.S. military. It's this guy all dressed up in drag like Uncle Sam and all that kind of stuff. It, it uh, touches on what we talked about yesterday, or touched on yesterday, with the U.S. Navy talking about using drag queens to recruit young uh, <laughs> young recruits. It's the next generation coming up. They need to get people enlisted. And come on, what better way to get people fired up about fighting for America than to, you know seduce them with drag queens. (laughs) Anyway, friends, like I said, uh, today is a beautiful day. It is a stormy Friday here, uh, out here in the Northwest. It happens to be pouring rain. The winds are steady at 20 to 30 miles an hour with higher gusts. The spring flowers are getting thrashed, but they do like the moisture. There are hot, dry days ahead, friends. We can, can, we can't necessarily predict the weather. But we can comfortably assume that each season will come and go as we collectively make our way another lap around the sun. Friends, for me, this helps put everything in perspective. You know, life goes on. The world keeps turning. Yes, there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. But each day, babies are born. Grandparents pass. Tragedy strikes. And yet people achieve their dreams. It's always a mixed bag. Did you know there are some 1,700 millionaires minted every day in America? And nearly 80% of those who are become millionaires, they're self-made millionaires. They, they started out with lower, you know, income brackets and all that kind of stuff, but you know, low income homes, they started out maybe in poverty or are coming out of broken families and they, they digged and they clawed and they fought their way to success. And to me, friends, that means that the American dream is still very much alive. And if one felt so inclined to muster the motivation and the vision and the determination to build a life of abundance or whatever kind of life you dream of, there's really nothing in the way of achieving anything that we might desire. This, to me, is part of the Great Awakening, realizing that that opportunity still abounds. While it is true that chaos abounds, lawlessness abounds, so too does the infinite positive potential that unfolds in any given moment. And what that means is that while political corruption and lawlessness appear to be all the rave right now, like that's what the cool kids are doing, the potential for a reckoning remains within the realm of possibility. It's still possible, friends. Nothing's set in stone. It won't be easy. The Great Reset is upon us, but the Great Awakening is picking up steam, friends. The history of our future has yet to be written. That said, the history of recent memory (laughs) continues to be written virtually in real time as the activist media strategies and the progressive propaganda continue to permeate and percolate and skew public discourse. And I wanted to share some of the more prominent examples of the insanity that are out there today. Friends, we're going to dive in deep. It might be a little bit longer podcast today. I want to get into this conscious transformation and, and what that really means and what it looks like. 
what we can do about it and that kind of stuff. But I do want to touch on some some of the big news that's out there down in El Paso right now, El Paso, Texas, which happens to be where my my little brother lives. Uh, it's just being engulfed in a dumpster fire of illegal immigration. That's words right out of a headline. Uh, Texas just declared a state of emergency. And yet and yet get this. The White House has doubled down on the absurdly farcical claim that immigration is down 90 percent under the Biden administration. Nobody in their right mind believes that. But the White House press secretary, KGP, whatever the hell her name is, she can stand there with a straight face and lie through her teeth to the American public on camera and the the state backed media. Parrot the talking points, friends, even even the border control. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the Border Patrol Union. They're out there calling out this blatant lie. The Border Patrol Union has stated rather emphatically that, quote, we have lying propagandists running this country and DHS right now. What a bunch of shysters, friends, that they could lie about it. Lie about the reality is right out in front of everybody's eye. It's mind boggling. Equally as mind boggling is the Bureau of Labor and Statistics jobs report that was just released, revealing yet another month of cookbooks that are smashing all the records uh, smashing all the records, smashing all the expectations. I mean, Biden's economy is booming, friends, uh, despite the fact that these numbers have been heavily revised and are completely decoupled from factual reality. You know, one look at the charts and you can see for yourself that Biden's economy is booming. Boom. I mean, just take a look at that chart and let me remind you, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com, thetorchreport.com. You can see this uh, spiffy screenshot of a hockey stick in the financial markets, the streaks of better than expected non-farm payrolls from 2000 to 2023. And it's just, I mean, it's unbelievable because it's simply not true. And in a similar vein, uh, while some honest establishment economists, some of the OG are beginning to realize that it, it's time to pay the piper, like this house of cards might come collapsing down. I, I honestly don't think it will, just like we were talking about yesterday, they've got the AI doing all this stuff, but there's so much going on behind the scenes. But some of these economists are starting to realize, well, hey, maybe we should stop printing all of this money and cooking the books. Gosh, it's kind of getting hard to conceal all of the fraud. Uh, Meanwhile, federal officials are out looking for a scapegoat to pin with the allegations of market manipulation. Market manipulation is illegal when anyone does it except for the government, which they believe uh, may account. The, these federal officials believe that all of these regional bank failures might be coming from market manipulation. You know, and I, I think that the banking situation bears a little more scrutiny. If market manipulation is what is leading to the collapse of these regional banks, allowing the big banks to consolidate power and control. You know, market manipulation is what happens when the big boys throw their money around Yeah, drop a few billion here, a few billion there, you know, pass a a note under the bathroom stall, get some insider deals going. If that's what's happening and then these so-called failed banks are getting snapped up by the too big to fail banks like J.P. Morgan and Chase, you know, the question is, 
come on, who's really behind all of this? Hmm, geez, I wonder, you know, is it just a coincidence that the CEO of JP Morgan names Jamie Dimon, unless you, in case you didn't know that, okay, this guy, Jamie Dimon, he was just summoned to court for a deposition this week regarding his ties to former client Jeffrey Epstein's child sex trafficking ring. Okay, you probably heard that somewhere floating out in the nebulous of the news. But did you catch the fact that Jeffrey Epstein has been recently outed as an FBI asset? Did you know that, friends? This is the guy, Jeffrey Epstein, the FBI asset, who's meeting. Uh, I'm sorry, we'll come back to that. But this guy, he's the guy who hung himself in a prison while on suicide watch when the guards all accidentally fell asleep and the cameras just happened to spontaneously malfunction, <laughs> you know, all of which is an absolutely unbelievable series of shocking coincidences. You know, this guy who turns out to be an FBI asset, that's the guy. That's the guy who J.P. Morgan's CEO, Jamie Dimon, is being questioned about in court. So the guy that runs the bank that's snapping up all of these little banks in the midst of this market manipulation and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, that's the guy who was BFFs with Jeffrey Epstein, the FBI asset who hung himself in prison. Friends, just in case it's not obvious, got a little uh, picture of yours truly, your favorite fuzzy peasant here in the report today with a nice nifty sign from FreedomWorks that says Epstein didn't kill himself, just to state the obvious. It turns out, however, that the same week of this mysterious market manipulation, which led to the FDIC handing Jamie Dimon the First Republic Bank on a silver platter, and now he's being deposed for his connections to Epstein, this same week he's also announcing that he's going to be making a trip to China. And he's going to go to China to organize three different financial conferences in Shanghai. I feel like maybe somebody's getting Shanghai'd here, like the American public. I don't know for sure, friends, but some news outlets are making a really big deal out of this. Like, oh my gosh, Jamie Dimon, he's going to China. It's the first time he's gone to China in over four years, as if that matters. But the truth is, friends, Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, which is snatching up small banks that's being handed to him by the FDIC after manipulating the market while simultaneously, you know, going to court over his connections to trial check child sex trafficking friends. You can't make this stuff up. But he was uh he was expanding his business with the Chinese Communist Party back in 2021. And in 2022, he came right out and boldly admitted that he thinks there is truth to China's claim that the United States is incompetent and lazy. Period. End quote. Now, what a patriot. This guy. Rawr. Friends. Remember that China is the role model for the world. You know, as hard as it is to accept that, we just have to know that that's what the global elites believe. And at this point, don't expect any accountability. I don't personally expect any accountability. I don't want to have my hopes and expectations shattered against the rock of reality. Lawlessness abounds. And meanwhile, which is nowhere in the news, we <laughs> it, it's not in the news and it pisses me off, friends. But while all of this is happening, there's still an unknown number of American patriots who are rotting in prison right now. They're being held without trial. Even as Proud, Boy, Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio and three others, they just got officially convicted 
of seditious conspiracy for doing little more than exercising their constitutional right to peacefully protest a questionable election. But there are others who are still rotting in prison without trial. And this is, you know, many people have pointed this this out, friends, that this is an egregious denial of due process. At this point, it's painfully clear to anyone who's paying attention that equal justice under the law simply no longer exists. Friends, do you remember when Tucker Carlson got all that J6 footage, like over 40,000 hours of J6 footage from Kevin the Schmuck McCarthy? Remember that, you know, it was blowing massive holes in the official narrative because it showed the QAnon shaman getting, you know, uh, you know, escorted through the Capitol with doors being opened up for him and all that kind of stuff. Remember that? It's too bad Tucker Carlson's not around anymore because I think the American people would like to know the truth about that fateful day. But friends, we've reached the point where the only thing that matters is the only thing that matters to our ruling class is the raw pursuit of absolute power. Power, more power. If the deep state needs to blow up some pipelines and crash a drone into the Kremlin to start a war that advances their agenda, then so be it. Come on, you know, the ends justify the means. But friends, what is their end game? You know, do you think about that? How does this really play out? What are they really going for here? And I'll tell you, the end game is nothing less than the transformation of human consciousness. It's assimilation into the collective. It's a heavily conditioned, subservient peasant class of mindless drones living out their lives in an inescapable surveillance state, paying their taxes while their souls suffocate under the tyranny of an elite ruling class of predators who treat them like the hackable animals that they are, friends, because this, this is what a sustainable future looks like, at least according to the crazy commie cabal. In short, friends, they want control. And in order to achieve this, they have to destroy the will to resist. They have to eradicate opposition. And therein lies a truly significant distinction that I believe points to the path forward. And I want to break this down for you a little bit. This is where we're going to take a little bit of deep dive here, friends. But I want to start out with some helpful definitions. We're going to be kind of parsing the words conscious, conscience, or conscience, like always let your conscience be your guide, and consciousness. These words are out there a lot. I put screenshots of the actual definitions. Conscious is to be conscious of something is to you know have mental faculties that are awake uh, that we can perceive and apprehend and notice things that are going around. Okay, the conscience, our conscience is is this moral sense of goodness, right and wrong, and all that that's internalized. It's it's what we use to make uh, make our judgments, our moral judgments, and it's it's part of. Conscious is part of the superego. We're going to get that at in just a minute. And then consciousness is the quality uh, of the state of being aware of something within one's self now uh, and concern for some social or political causes. Anyway, all that kind of stuff that you might be wondering, Luke, what the hell are you talking about? Why are you playing word games? Well, friends, it's you may have picked up on me using the term conscious transformation lately. That's because I've picked it up uh, in different reports I've been reading from all these damn globalists. Anyway, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this conscious transformation and the implications of the conscience transformation that comes with it. 
The two are inextricably linked as one leads to another in a cause and effect fashion. Conscious transformation leads to conscience transformation. That's the end game here. The intentional manipulation of public opinion, of personal beliefs. This is a conscious transformation of humanity, as in it's being done with full awareness of the potential impact and the outcome of these actions. It's very intentional. Mental health crisis, yeah, you could pretty much predict that's going to happen when you mind melt humanity. It is also, this, uh, this conscious transformation is also personally felt conscious transformation as one's awareness is trained to amplify sex and stress and insanity, all of which ultimately transforms personal consciousness. So this is, you know, just playing with the words and how these words apply to what's happening right now. Stress is elevated when we become aware of perceived threats, when we become conscious of inequalities and envy and the discontent that arises from the delicate task of developing dissatisfaction. When we become conscious of that, our stress level is elevated. And as I've been reflecting on that, something struck me. And I, I pull a little excerpt here from Torch Report 333, Frank Church and the Family Jewels. That was uh, the, the CIA document dump and all of that. But I want to read here. Here, because dialectics pits opposites against each other to transcend toward new understanding and new truths, the third way is often considered a centrist political position that takes the best of the left and right ideologies. This new political synthesis is dubbed communitarianism, which explicitly aims to exploit dissatisfaction and crisis to create radical social transformation. Okay, again, it's dialectics, it's all this stuff, but it's the, it's the two sides that they pit against each other that allows them to create this radical social transformation. The reason that we have an entrenched and entirely corrupt two-party establishment is precisely because this forms the catalyst for the conscious transformation of human consciousness, i.e. the worldview transformation and the development of social consciousness that we discussed in Torch Report 333. Friends, by controlling the narrative, they control the language on both sides, and thus they initiate the dialectical dismantling of currently held beliefs and sanity. Whereas the majority of Americans used to identify, they would self-identify as Americans, as rugged individualists who were living in a free and prosperous society. But now that we've gone through this conscious transformation, the majority of Americans self-identify as victims of an oppressive, racist, misogynist, transphobic, capitalistic society. You see how neat that was, friends? By golly, this conscious transformation stuff really works. Wow. You know, no longer are we rugged and free individualists living in a prosperous society. Now we're uh, victims of an oppressive, you know, misogynist capitalist society. Anyway, friends, it's amazing. You can think about how much has changed, but know that they are not done yet. The mind control, the menticide, the memes and medic viruses, the propaganda and psychological warfare. Friends, we've covered it all. These are the well-documented scientific methods that are being used to manipulate the masses. These are the tools of conscious transformation, which 
results in the transformation of human consciousness. But, but while all of this is happening collectively, there is another element that often gets overlooked, and that's the transformation of our personal conscience. Always let your conscience be your guide. Now, according to psychologists, individual conscience is the super ego that commands the ego to conform and do what is good and morally right. These are, you know, psychology terms, super ego, okay? But the commands of the super ego are often rooted in guilt, or more accurately, they're rooted in the, in the aversion to guilt, which then drives, quote unquote, moral behavior in order for us to keep our ego intact. As in, I'm still a good person and I deserve to live. And hey, at least I'm better than that guy. But gosh, I wonder what they think of me. Oh, no. You know, what if they don't think I'm a good person? <laughs> anyway, friends, you know, so sociologists understand this very, very well as do the socialists. They understand that we are social creatures that insatiably seek social approval to pad our egos and to appease our super ego's need to maintain its sense of goodness. And this, of course, often manifests as a smug sense of moral superiority. Hence, the signs that we see that say, I got a little shot of the sky in here, friends. In this house, we believe that black lives matter. Women's rights are human rights. No human is illegal. Science is real. Love is love. And kindness is everything. Oh, man, it's dripping with altruism. <laughs> I just knocked over my uh, mic for the video there. Ha! Anyway, friends, don't don't underestimate the power of a yard sign here, okay? This sign implies that believing these things makes you a good human being. And if you don't believe these things, then you are not a good human being. You are a bad human being. And we don't like bad human beings, so you better stay away or else we will viciously attack your ego and call you names and make you feel small so that you know just how much of a lesser human being you are. Friends, in other yards across America, MAGA types typically prefer signs kind of like this one here in the report. It says, warning, warning, no trespassing. Violators will be shot. Survivors will be shot again. <laughs> I love it, friends. If, if things ever go kinetic, you want to take a guess whose house gets raided first? Just curious, you know. Uh, the, the, it's key here to understand that the transformation of consciousness is what is causing American citizens to take down their no trespassing sign and exchange it for a love is love and a science is real sign. Because these schmucks, these useful idiots, these morons, these fools don't realize that the science says crackheads really do love them some crack. And they really do love to get top dollar for your stuff down at the pawn shop. And since your sign says no human is illegal, the science indicates that the crackheads would likely perceive that as an invitation. And since your sign says black lives matter, you probably won't press charges because clearly you are a good human who wouldn't want to support those racist pigs anyhow? And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Friends, much like the movie 
idiocracy. Today's useful idiots are cheering on their own demise. They are too dense to realize. They are being played for the fools that they are. They no longer have a conscience of their own. Now they have a collective consciousness. And these cosmopolitan peasants have been fully assimilated into the collective, where they now serve as semi-functional cogs in the globalist machine. It's almost like a dream, but no, it's a nightmare. Friends, it isn't. This is real, and this is serious, and it all ends very, very badly unless we can stimulate a great American awakening and resist we must, friends. That is the message of my heart for today. And if you're ready to do your part, friends, please consider joining the Patriot Club to support this publication and share it far and wide. Take the time to go to the website, click that little heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and enjoy the rest of this fine, fabulous, fantastic Friday. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.